Hello, welcome to the Critical Session podcast. My name is Mirella. And I'm Zoe. And today we're going to talk about episode six of Cooking Crush. <laughs> is this like a reenactment of the messages that I sent you? Oh my that? god, it was <laughs> it was literally so funny. So we were both kind of late, I think, watching <laughs> it on Friday. I think from memory, uh, like a little bit. I think were you a little bit late? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sorry, uh-huh. I I feel like we were. I feel like we we're a little bit late, but I was much late, like maybe half an hour behind you or something. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Morella sent me a message. She's like, "Are you watching the episode?" And I'm like, "I'm about <laughs> to." And I'm watching the episode, and like my phone just keeps going ping, 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 <laughs> with messages, and I'm like, I had either, so like, many emotions. <laughs> I was. I'm like either uh, like something bad is happening or like it's just so like adorable she's like losing her mind um and when I went to go and listen to the messages later on some of them were just like noises like very short sentences with like with like a squeal attached kind of <laughs> but you know what it's funny because the message, pr- like, prior to that, you would mention something that had happened in the episode. And then, like, it was, like, you know, two minutes later or something, I would get this, like, ah! kind of response. And I would know exactly what it was. <laughs> the time, you're like, hmm, five minutes past, five minutes to No, because I knew I was doing something very weird. And I went back and I listened to the messages. I, I didn't understand half of what I sent you, but I had so much faith in you. <laughs> Well, it was, I was really like, funny because no, we will know. Like I just, yeah, I got the, and you, I could definitely get the, um, the emotion or the like intention, <laughs> even if I didn't quite understand all of the verbalization. But it was really funny because, as I said, like in some of them, you would be like, you would actually articulate very clearly like why you were excited or whatever and then it would be like five minutes later and there would just be this noise kind of and I would just I would know because I would know like okay five minutes from that oh that's what happened I'm like oh this is her response to that yeah I understand that's fair (laughs) amazing you can understand me when I can't understand myself But yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And I it's I did the same thing I've been doing pretty much every episode of Cooking Crush that I've watched where I've started with the best of intentions and I've written like a few notes and then suddenly I'm just sitting here smiling like a lunatic and my cheeks are aching by the end of the episode and I'm trying really hard not to kick my feet and it's just it's just it's just so stinking cute. Like it's yeah. I did not even try. I made no notes. <laughs> on my first watch. I just, you know, <laughs> sent you crazy voice messages. Which I guess that. were in one way kind of like a note. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but it doesn't like a, a doctor note. note. I, I couldn't understand it. Like yeah. I, <laughs> I'm like almost tempted to go hunting through our chat and like find one of them and just like upload it. <laughs> Oh, well, that would be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone else. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm, bu- I'm always busily trying to expose you. I'm sorry. You know, it's because I'm so like endeared and like amused by it. I'm just like, you're so cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go. Let's. I'm start. I, I'm. I'm getting weird. Let's uh, move on. That's right. Let's- 
right. Okay. Episode. Yes. So I feel like we should do a little disclaimer because I know we've we've done some recordings in the past. We've had a glass mm-hmm. of wine. Are you having a mm-hmm. glass of wine now? I have a bit with me. I don't know if I'm going to drink anything though. Ah. Well, Zoe is drinking, so <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Anyway, okay. This this can be very fun for us, or she could fall asleep. Any yeah. minute. <laughs> there are two ways. Yeah. <laughs> or sound really depressed. Apparently, I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll see what happens. I don't feel depressed, so I feel really giggly and and happy because I just rewatched the episode because I you know needed some notes and. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it's so this show is so fun to rewatch because it is. It's like I mean, I know that there's going to be a little bit of pain. There has to be pain. There has to be a little bit of drama. But mm-hmm. like it's just so fun at the moment and it's it's so sweet and it's 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 like not it doesn't have like it's not you know super dramatic or like although it is sometimes but that's for the comic relief kind of style of it um no drama not... for the sake of drama right exactly yeah so... I noticed this is like a trend because like for example in last twilight there's no drama for the sake of drama mm. I, I just cannot think of a moment that it, that feels like drama for the sake of drama dangerous yeah. romance as well like the new stuff that I've watched, like even the series that you recommended to me, the Chinese one, Hidden uh, Love. Hidden Love. Oh my God, guys. I loved it absolutely. I have such big crushes on both characters. I yeah. don't know who I like. <laughs> and and I, was like I have a, a boy crush and a girl crush. <laughs> yes. And um, it's just, there's no drama for the sake of drama. And even yeah. the moments could, like, you could, if you twist it a bit. And like watch it through some kind of a lens and blah blah. You can you could say that there's potential, but the way it's handled, it doesn't feel like it. And yeah. this one also feels like this, and it it feels fresh. It does because it's, because of it's, this. yeah, it's nice. And I feel like also because I I'm like watching it again now with a set of fresh eyes. Um, I'm just like the things that endeared me on the first watch are still I'm still having that reaction, but I'm also like seeing. That there are, even though this show seems very kind of like surface level, there's actually so many little nuances to it. It's just, it's really interesting. So I'm actually, mm-hmm. um, I noticed actually quite a few things tonight that probably, I feel like we're getting to that stage now that we're going to start to notice a few more of the serious aspects of it because we're getting into that kind of, I guess, era of it. Um, oh, I'm before, excited to hear your thoughts. Yeah, this before it was stuff. like, innocent and sweet and like they were kind of stumbling around the place now they're really invested and you know that's when that's when shit starts hurting you know if you're not careful so very excited anyway (laughs) so So it starts with the kiss and again I'm not gonna say anything about it again like I'm not gonna say that this would have been so much better if they hadn't they shown it in in the preview or no no in the trailer Mm. for the last episode I'm not gonna say it (laughs) I actually think it works like I think um no here it works it works 100% it's so good yeah I still hate I hate the fact that they included it in the preview (laughs) you're like I'm not gonna speak about it but I'm so bitter (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah i'm not gonna i'm gonna talk about it well okay. it's funny that you say that because i was like you know i already spoke of, i've got notes here where i'm like i already spoke about the kiss in the last podcast but i'm just like i'm gonna talk about it anyway <laughs> when it we finally get to it um naturally like you know it's so freaking good it's so good well, it's just, yeah, it's one of those things. So we, okay, so all right. So we do actually see, you do see it at the beginning because we're getting that, mm-hmm. like, um, we get the bit where basically Prima's like, I guess you're wanting to know, like, how the hell we got here kind of thing. Um, so you mm-hmm. do actually get the kiss. So I'm going to say a couple of things just quickly about it before we get go on any further. But I just love this kiss so much because I feel like there were so many tiny details in it. I love how they both wanted it so much they, like, met in the middle. Like, I just love that. And, um, but I'll talk about more of it later. But yeah, then we get this like 31 mm-hmm. hours later. And it was funny because I remember who we were it's talking 31, about. 31, yeah. Yeah. And I, remember <laughs> I have a note that said, so it's 31. Okay. Okay. Because we were you. like, is it 24 plus 7? <laughs> we were like, yeah, I didn't <laughs> do the maths or whatever. And I don't remember if we had that conversation actually in the podcast, but we definitely talked about it because we were trying to work out like, is this like consecutively or mm-hmm. are these like parallel times? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so 31 hours later <laughs> is the official count. Yep. And I was right. We got to see that scene immediately after the conversation, like where it left off. Um, and I did wonder, I did wonder why they did this, like why they did this at the end of the last episode, we had this weird fast forward um, to the kiss, didn't get it. And then now we're, we're going back. And I thought, is like, is this just the way they wanted to tell the story? Because I mean, it works as a way to tell the story. But mm-hmm. I'm like, or is did they do it to build anticipation because they knew that like these episodes were the episodes that were going to bridge the break? Because if they did it on purpose for that, I feel like it was kind of clever because it did work really, really well. There was lots of, well, it built a lot of anticipation in me anyway because I was just like, I need to know what happens. <laughs> so yeah it was I thought it was interesting the way they did it but I'd love to know like what the motivation was behind it if you have any thoughts you our dear listener please let us know we're yeah. very curious yeah for sure what you think about it yeah and then Ten is like so 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 jealous <laughs> in this stuff like he... It's so funny that you predicted that Prem would try to teach Chan the things that Chan Ma taught him. Yeah. And it's so funny because he's like, so he's, he's already being weird, like with Prem before he even learns that, te- that Prem is teaching him something that he learned from um, the other chef. Like he's so sulky. <laughs> and it's like, then he finds out like what's actually going on. And so then he's, he's just like, it's so funny because we got Prem is basically trying to teach him something that he thinks is really special. You know, he brings out the hormone stuff, which I'm sure he probably thought like Tan would appreciate given that he's a mm-hmm. medical student. And also it was really cute. I feel like that scene actually was really cute in that moment where he's like, he's talking about the, the hormone that like inspires your appetite and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, you know about that? So he did like, he like, Prem was kind of on the right track with mm-hmm. like sharing mm-hmm. something like it was a, it was a shared interest kind of thing and he thinks this is really cool you know whatever but I also did wonder like if he the fact that he chose to use the school kitchen to teach him this lesson it was almost like he was trying to keep things professional 
Yes, that and the fact that he had all this information because before that, um, what Stan wants now at least is to spend time with Prem. He doesn't want a lesson. He just wants to hang out with him. He wants yeah. to have fun with him. And now Prem is being all like Super a teacher. Serious. What I yeah, learned. Like, yeah, like but... really professional with him. Like really, yeah. really professional. Like almost distancing, distancing himself. And I felt well, like... Well, yeah, really... you know, he's, it's the consequence of Tan's yeah. father getting involved. Well, that's right. And he's not really sure. Like he's not really sure what he's doing what he's gonna do and I feel mm-hmm. like the weirder that Tan got the more sort of like um Doubtful. kind of weird Prem got as well like they were like feeding off each other um mm-hmm. and then of course we got like this cut then to Fire and Dynamite actually I want to I, I talk about the fact that um Tan doesn't like that Prem is trying to push this idea that he got from the chef, eat with your eyes first. Because it's like Tan's way of thinking is like he doesn't want to t- spend time decorating it. He wants uh, to focus on the flavor. He doesn't want, it's like he doesn't want Prem to pretend to be someone else. Yeah. And I think he's being a bit narrow-minded here, especially because he is jealous. Because appearance does matter in the end. Oh, it's for sure. it's flavor. But, I mean, ultimately, it's the flavor that matters most. But the first impression is is important as well, and it makes you notice stuff that you'd otherwise overlook. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I have a vague recollection of telling you last night about my dinner and saying something like, "It looks like dog food, but it tastes awesome." <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember, <laughs> but um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was <laughs> So, um, and even later when they go to this place um, that doesn't look fancy and Tan questions it, like, really, is this that good? Well, because, you know, the first impression matters. Yeah, look, I think it's, I think part of it is because like, I get that. I was funny because I was going to talk about that later when this scene actually happens where they're having, he's having the discussion with um, Metha about it. But I feel like it's what you're saying and everything. But I also feel like part of, besides the jealousy, I do also do think, you know, he's, he's kind of, he is concerned about Ten not being himself. And also, Prem, Prem sorry, Ten is concerned <laughs> about Prem not being himself. Because as far as ten concerned is te- ten is concerned, Prem is already perfect. His food is it delicious. Is he he has like so much faith in him. And at first, I thought um, I remember was it in the first episode or wasn't? I don't. Well, I thought Ten would be the one who will try to um, encourage Prem to be himself and not change at all, and maybe like the Shangma chef will be the one who will try to change Bram and make him, you know, pretend to be someone else. And in the end, like, Bram will go back to the origins and everything. But I was surprised the, to hear uh, the Chiang Ma chef tell them to be themselves later in the episode. So I, 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 they're really not making the villain out of him. No, I, it's funny. It's more, we- I think it's more about Tan's issues with himself. It's yeah, not- he's, he's feeling insecure now because yeah. now they're having this kind of like 
there's there's a vibe between them. There has been a vibe between them for what a little while now, and suddenly everything is starting to come to an end. Um, Decisions must be made. That's right, and 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 they're unsure about how the other person feels, all mm-hmm. the rest of it, and it's it's exactly what you said. And I I, I have some notes here later on. I was going to talk about this, but like the fact that I thought it was really interesting because. Um, you mentioned about, sorry, I'm just trying to find my notes for it. Um, you were talking about like how he doesn't want to have that learning necessarily relationship from him. And that's exactly right. Like, cause it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, like when they come to the end of their sort of, I guess, um, last lesson, last like date kind of thing that they, you know, before they go on their little date it occurred to me that he could have asked him to teach him some more and like paid him, Mm -hmm. you know, offered him Mm -hmm. more money to teach him some more. And I feel like, you know, you're completely right. This is something that he doesn't want to do because he's like not, he doesn't want to be in that kind of relationship. He wants them to be like boyfriends or and so paying paying prime to spend time with him is a bit like well it's the opposite of that isn't it and it, it's muddying it because he does there's like this you know are you doing it because I'm paying you you know like mm-hmm. and that there's that sort of in there as well and um and it's also but I also also wondered initially as well besides the actually wanting to like learn how to cook when he first um offered to pay him and offered to pay him so you know outrageously he obviously used his father's money that's what we learned um Mm -hmm. and so it's almost like he kind of did it as a bit of a fuck you to his dad and he was probably expecting his dad to like for it to draw his dad's attention or piss him off or whatever and now like now that he knows promos and that as well he probably doesn't really want to be drawing his attention he's probably aware of the fact that his father's kind of a dick in regards to this and if he knew what was going on between them you know like he would maybe do something horrible and I feel like he he like I honestly don't think he'll be shocked when he finds out later that his father's gone behind his back and done what he did and like basically hurt Prem like he's not Mm going to be surprised by that I don't think and I feel like Mm -hmm. so besides not wanting to have like a guess a transactional relationship (laughs) like here comes the transactional relationship talk again but yeah um (laughs) besides have that kind of relationship with him I also wonder if it's a little bit about like keeping it separate from that side of you know his life as well but unfortunately as we know it's already it's already happened he just doesn't know it yet Mm -hmm. so so then we switch to fire and dynamite oh look I this I this scene is really interesting and really funny and once again I know I talked about it in the last podcast because we saw bits of it in the last episode um but obviously we got more of it here so like I just love the way that when they initially kind of like pull up uh alongside Dynamite and Sam C the way Fire and Dynamite are looking at each other in the beginning of this scene is like Fire is like totally like hardcore checking out Dynamite and Dynamite is like 
he's like analyzing him like he's like what are you doing like, what is happening why are you here and then suddenly like it's like he gets this light bulb moment where he's like he realizes i remember why hearing when they were looking at each other i could hear thunder or something some weird sound that uh made me think of thunder when they're like uh throwing um like uh lights lightning out yeah, of their yeah, eyes thunderbolts so- yeah <laughs> Yeah, as soon as he realizes that they're like dead by sex or whatever, he's like, get in the car. <laughs> and then, uh, like, that then... My watch. sorry, that's on my watch. Yeah, and then, then basically running from the cops and leaving poor Samsu behind. I did think it was really cute how Method was like, went, was the one that went to go and help him. So, even though we had the scenes in the beginning where he was like teasing him and like kind of, I guess. Um, giving him a hard time he's he's obviously as we know he's not a bad guy he's a, he's just like for whatever reason he was just you know that was his mood that day meatballs transform him into a jerk well maybe that's something they, they seem to have food and their love of food in common so like you know it's like when you when what's that what's that term like when you're hangry <laughs> and it's just like all you can see are the meatballs <laughs> um but yeah, and I just, I he's like, um, when he got out of the car, and then he's like with the cop and that, and he he called Samsy his friend, which I just thought was really sweet. And mm-hmm. then the <laughs> the cop being all judgmental about Samsy being being a student because of his age on his ID, I was just like, <laughs> I felt that burn actually because I was <laughs> in uni, and I'm just like, ah, uh, yeah, okay. I remember that my days of being a perpetual student. Um, I felt a little bit called out by that scene, but I also did find it amusing as well. Um, yeah. And then, of course, we went back to Dynamite teasing Fire. And I love this. And I said this last time, too. I love how he's, like, kind of teasing him, but he really doesn't push at all in this scene. Like, as soon as he kind of realizes that Fire actually likes him back, like, he's mm-hmm. really actually really sure of it in this moment. Like, 100%, you know, and yet he backs right right down because he knows that he's not quite ready or whatever. Whatever his intentions are, he he lets him be. And Neo's little, like, I love Neo in this scene. Like, his little, like, Fire's little I'm having butterflies smile when he's, like, when they, they're, like, he's looking away from him. I just mm-hmm. about died. Mm-hmm. I was, like, it's so cute. And Neo, I don't see Neo as like cute like that because usually in everything I've ever seen him in he's a complete nut job <laughs> like his <laughs> characters are either like really like angry or like like really like over the top ridiculous or whatever I've never really seen him as like adorable or cute and I just went oh this is just killing me this bit so I loved that then we go back to Fram who is frustrated and he wants to return the money I'm in love with his sister can we, before we get into that, this was one of the bits that I, I, I noticed. And I, you know how I said to you before, I, I, on the second watch, I saw a couple of deeper insights. And one of them was in the like transition between the two scenes, we see this like plaque that's hanging in the house and it's in grandma, in Krem's grandma's house. And it says, this house is blessed with happiness and comfort, oh. which is the exact opposite of Ten's house. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I loved the cute sibling talk as well. Like, and then coupled with, like, Metha basically calling Ten an idiot at the same time was really, really fun for me because we had this really, like, 
kind of deep, insightful conversation happening with Pang being really, you know, and I have to say, I need to say, like, Pang and Dynamite, the youth of this series are so insightful. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm in love they're, with They're sister. smart, yeah, insightful. I'm in love with his sister. She's very wise and insightful. Yeah. And I love this line that she says, I never feel beautiful about our situation. Grandma raises us so well. Because I like the fact that she included grandma in the conversation, considering that Ta- uh, Prem is an insecure person. Because sometimes you, when you start feeling like crap as a person, the only thing that can help you get you out of that headspace is to put things into perspective. And to put things into perspective is focusing on a person that you love and mm. caring about them because like if you imagine someone that you love going through something similar to you going through something that makes them feel shitty like you question yourself would that make you love them less and the answer is usually no so if he had like to imagine someone telling something that upsetting to like his grandma instead of himself he'd get angry on her behalf Mm. he he would not agree with the things that that person was saying right so he'd start defending them but you know yeah that's a problem for (laughs) that's a problem for people who don't love themselves that that, very much because if you're that person that you love and and who's put in a shitty situation you'll want to defend yourself without feeling the need to imagine someone you love I think unfortunately tied up in this is ever since he got the extra money, he knew it was unreasonable. And so he's felt guilty a little bit the whole time. And the more he liked Prem, uh, sorry, the more he liked Ten and the more he enjoyed spending time with him, just like Ten not wanting to pay him, he also felt weird about, I guess, like it'd be, it's like even without like, you know, having romantic feelings, it'd be like your friend paying you to spend time with them or for you to, you know, like, I mean, you teach friends and, and, and people you care about. Like sometimes if we know how to do something, you, you know, like teach them. Like I'm expecting you to teach me how to edit later. <laughs> yeah. But, I was, know, I was like we share about... our knowledge, but we do it for free. We do it because we like love that person. We like spending time with them. We value them. So like having I feel like this is this is one thing, but um Tan's father aimed for something when he said don't use your pitiful situation. That's what he was referring to. Because it's like it's like something that you should be ashamed of that you're not as rich as you know Tan's dad. He's hearing it too as well, like because that's the same sort of crap he's been hearing from the the bullying ones as well yeah, like yeah. They, they look down on them and his situation well that you're not doing enough you're not hard working enough you know you're not putting mm-hmm. enough effort into what you're doing you're not smart enough like something is not good enough about you you're yeah, you're you, haven't, you haven't risen above to improve your situation which exactly. is a joke yeah. really because so many people who are um who are of the elite let's say class or whatever didn't earn it it's being yeah, given for them by their parents or by their, yeah. you know, whatever. Like they don't do anything to contribute to it. They just reap the benefits. Um, but so, yet still a race to look down on those who actually do, you know, work two, three, four, five jobs just to make ends meet, you know. 
it's it's really it's cool that you know the the class difference um, issues are continue to be explored in the series that we talk about in our podcasts. Mm. I noticed that this theme is often explored in K dramas, but lately Bielas tend to dive into the subject as well. And I like is, how they're coming yeah. at it from different angles as well because yeah, yes. it's like they have different things to say about this subject. Yeah, I think that, but also I think that it's important to note that, like, you know, because often when you see, like you were saying, you know, like other other types of other genres and dramas and things like that often do, you know, um, touch on these sorts of subjects, but they tend to often do it in the same way. Like it's always like, you know, the poor girl and the boy or like yeah. whatever. Whereas mm-hmm. with this, like they're completely different situations. We've got you know high school students we've got you know university students we've got and and ambitious not 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 doing things like they they're coming at it from different places within those class distinctions and like you know with the different exploring all kinds of situations yeah so -hmm. it's really interesting to to see um yeah and I feel like it tells the story as well because it basically says like it's not a it's not a one um one size fits all situation like it can happen to Mm -hmm. you it can happen to anybody it can you know like just because you don't fit the you know traditional mold of like discrimination or whatever it doesn't mean that you're not being discriminated against or or whatever so I I quite like the commentary that they're they're putting forward it's making people think about it I think which is cool Um, yeah and I also like as you said like I really liked the conversation between Pang and Pram and the other thing I liked is, is she does she sort of calls him out like she says to him so besides you know what, what you were saying and me saying that I also think he feels guilty she said she says like basically what you were saying is that he needs to stop caring what other people think about him because once yeah, you stop doing that being afraid of people's judgment will result in you never being happy with yourself either yeah, that's right. So, I mean, I used to be, I've, I've never really been someone who is like super self-conscious. Like I'm a loud person. I, you know, um, although I did whine earlier on listeners about how much I hate my laugh again, <laughs> to which Marilla mm-hmm. threatened me for. <laughs> um, but I, I you know, like, I'm not, if I'm out somewhere and I'm being loud or whatever, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed by that. You know, I'm not, I don't try and be obnoxious or anything, but I'm also not, I don't care what other people think of me, basically. Um, Mm -hmm. Unless I care about you, I don't care what people think about me. And I've always kind of been a bit like that, which is really quite refreshing. Freeing, I think. It is. Yeah, it's freeing. Freeing is the right word, not refreshing. Freeing is the right word. But it's also a double-edged sword because if you do care about somebody and they're not really worthy of that, then their opinion of you is like can really be very detrimental and I had to sort of like look at how I I think about how other people like people I care about think about me as well and sort of go well like I can't control that you know what I mean like that is not that is not something I can control and their personal opinion doesn't alter the reality of like what I am or what I'm going through so I feel like what Pang is saying to him he, in this scene is really, really, like, um, in, once again, I'm going to use the word insightful. And it's a lesson that I, I don't know if he hears it here, 
but hopefully that might be like one of the themes that at the end he will just be like be able to be like well you know you don't like me but that's okay it's <laughs> just a that loves me <laughs> you can know you can know this thing your whole life and yet not be able to live by it it's it's heavy stuff heavy heavy stuff oh yeah it's in my family like I know like um uh, my mum will sometimes get embarrassed when we're out or something or my sister about something. And I'm like, why? Why do you care what those people over there who we will probably never see again and who's like, we don't know anything about them either. Why would you care what they think? Like, I, I always thought it was really weird. <laughs> but like when you read and you watch things and you, you see things from other people's point of views and stuff, you know, I, I try to put myself in that situation and imagine what that would feel like. And as I said, the closest I've got to is when I've really valued somebody and then they've hurt me in a way that, you know. Yeah, because you internalize these things and it's so hard to get rid of them. Yeah when you're being judged in a certain way and then you start judging yourself. Well, the other like thing that. is as well and, is yeah. when you have those, like, you already, you know, like, because we all have that inner voice, you know, that inner voice that, like, whispers to you when you're feeling vulnerable about something. And, you know, if you're not really sure and it's that voice that's, like, going, you know, like, you suck or you can't do this or, like, you're going to fuck it up or, like, everybody's looking at you or, like, those kinds of things. And then, you know, if you then have someone you care about or even, you know, if you're, if you're someone who listens to kind of anyone's opinion and they say something to you that, like, mimics or, or like, is echoing that voice, it gives it so much more weight because it's like, oh, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. Or, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it just, like, strengthens that doubt. Yeah, and I know that, what you mean. Yeah. And so, like, you can see that in Prem so much, unfortunately. And it's so funny because he seems so strong, like, a lot of the time. Like, you you see, like, I, f- I see Tan is, like, this, like, adorable, innocent puppy half of the time. He's so, so innocent. He's so bold in this episode, which I absolutely love. But he's still, like, mm-hmm. he just comes across really, like, kind of, like, sheltered and innocent to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But yet, and then you have these moments where, like, Prem comes across as really adult and bold and all the rest of it. But out of the two of them, who is caring what people think about them? I feel like I feel like Ten is not going to care. But then mm-hmm. that that opens up a conversation as well as he has the luxury not to care about yeah. what people think of him because he has a much easier life ahead of him because he comes from money, whereas maybe someone who doesn't come from money, you have to put yourself out into the world um, in a certain it way, you want to yeah. make those impressions that are positive. You want to get the job. You want to get the this. You want to, you know, and so you can't. You don't have the luxury not to necessarily care like what this potential employer thinks of you or whatever, because yeah. like mm-hmm. you need that job or you need that money. So, yeah. yeah. So as I said, lots of thoughts being thunk. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love the line. I don't think, I don't know if she says it exactly like this, but basically it's better to regret trying something than to regret uh, not trying it. I mm. love it. Yeah. And I think that's another hard, like heavy truth. To, yeah. <laughs> and I think that is actually a really good, like kind of, I guess, motto to, to live by because yeah. I, I feel like if you look back, like, especially as you get older, if you look back at your life, you very ever rarely like 
regret things that you did. Mm-hmm. You might think about how you could have done it differently. Mm-hmm. But then that falls under the category of like, I didn't try this or I wasn't bold enough or I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I didn't have the courage to give it a go or all those yeah, things. That's you, you never really regret the doing stuff. You only regret the stuff that you didn't do. So it's like you might as well just do it <laughs> yeah. and just, you know, it's like that saying, there's a saying, you know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. For exactly. To continue one of their thoughts, like I really like the fact that they're having so many intelligent conversations that actually lead to something. They come up with a solution and it doesn't feel like a waste of time. Mm. It feels it feels like an exploration of human behavior, like little debates held on different subject matters. Mm. And I love... It's interesting to watch. Yeah. I love the way this scene was like mirrored in such a kind of like, it reminds, I guess the best way to put it is it was like, when I say mirrored, it was like, like when you go to a carnival and the mirrors are all like funky and you know, you know, you look like your body's all like distorted and stuff because, you know, you have Pang and Pram having this like really serious, insightful conversation they're talking calmly with one another um they're having basically having a deep and meaningful and as you said she is sort of like trying to open his eyes up about his insecurities and what she sees once again this is her opinions of him too as well what she sees as his shortcomings um which is like letting other people's opinions affect him um and then you have on the parallel or the mirroring side (laughs) of that this quite funny, like sort of all almost dramatic, like, you know, a conversation between two friends where, you know, like, you know, the person loves you and they're going to hopefully tell you like it is, (laughs) whether you want to hear it or not. And, you know, he's basically doing the exact same thing as Pang is. Matha is basically doing the same thing as Pang is, is he's like pulling back the curtain on how, like why, why Ten is acting this way, why Ten is feeling this way. Like with Pang, she's saying to Pram, well, you know, you've got this insecurity about like what people think of you and these people don't matter is essentially what she's saying. She's like, what matters is how do you feel about him and how does he feel about you? Because at the end of the day, they're the only ones who are in the rela- potentially going to be in the relationship. They're the really ones that really matter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you can let other people affect your relationship if you let them. But at the end of the day, you are the ones that have to be in it together. No one else is going to be in that relationship with you. So like, I think it's a bit different because just as you said, Tan is confident about what he's... I think in this scene, Tan is only trying to save face in front of his friend. I think he's very much aware of his feelings. I don't because think that's he why, he's that's jealous. Why I think he does. I think that's why he goes straight to what should I do now once he's forced to be honest. What he wasn't aware is uh, about the fact that he was being kind of a dick to Prem by acting all ju- judgmental and rude because jealousy consumed him. I think I think what what Mather is kind of trying to say to him in that scene, and I think maybe what maybe he does realize he's jealous, but maybe what he doesn't realize is that he his issue and Mather sort of breaks this down for him is that his issue isn't about like whether Prem's being truthful to himself or not, and this is interesting because. Ten is bringing up this he's not acting like himself comment and they're mm-hmm. and hanging him having this conversation about like you know being himself and not caring what people think so it's a really interesting parallel again 
Um, but he's he sort of calls him on it because he's like, your issue isn't with how Prem was behaving or what he was doing or saying or whatever. It's because there's this other person is here and you're feeling insecure essentially. And mm-hmm. that's where he, and he said admits and sort of then says, what do I do? But I, I love how like, it's just, I just love the contrast between like how serious and how kind of mature paying and that is being. And like math is like, kind of like he's, he's all but like blowing raspberries at mm-hmm. uh, 10 and calling him, <laughs> he calls him a dimwit at one point. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, you've got 10 who basically says, he calls he calls the chef that senior chef bastard <laughs> like, and so you've got these kind of like you know it's it's just such a contrast between yeah, the two for, scenes for, like the maturity the siblings, level for the siblings is like a heart-to-heart conversation while for the other two is like oh you butt face yeah you're <laughs> yeah you're such an what idiot you need to apologize uh-huh. you need to like tell uh-huh. them how you feel like stop playing games that kind of yeah and i just i love the fact that he goes, he does go to him to apologize. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's very cute. Yeah, look, it's, I love, as I said, I love how bold Ten is in this scene as well. Like, and I love how he says, let me cook here with you. Prem gives him a way out of the situation. He is like, oh, you were tired. My lessons are too hard. But Ten doesn't want to use it. He wants no. to move forward. He says, I want to see you. Let me learn at your place. So He's making it clear that he doesn't want things to uh, stay the way they are. He doesn't want to, I don't know, regress. He yeah. only wants to try new things with Prem and well, he, get closer. He doesn't want the professional distance for sure of like mm-hmm. studying at school and everything. But I also thought it was really interesting. This this kind of like, and I'm once again, I'm paraphrasing where he's like, let me cook here with you kind of thing. Um, or at your place or whatever he says and and he wants to be in the place where where it it's full of happiness and comfort mm-hmm. of course he does why wouldn't you want to be there it's it's he's so relaxed when he's there like True. like prem aside like 10 feels comfortable there because of his mom the memories like whatever like why why would he want to be anywhere else but there Prem is just like the fact that Prem is there as well just makes it like a guaranteed, you know, solution to him, sort of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah. So then, then we get to the scene next day when uh, they cooking Jab Chai Stew. I think that's how it call, it's called. And it's hilarious how the sister keeps popping up <laughs> to observe, to observe what they're doing and expose Prem. You know, the way Gon talks in this uh, scenes when he's teaching Tam, uh, Ten, if I close my eyes, I can imagine that like there's a cooking show playing in the background and he's the cook. He, he he really uses that voice like television. I don't know how they are like in real life, but the television cooking chef voice, he nailed it. The instructions, yeah, um, and I love like. We've got we get all these scenes of like ten moving into Prem's personal space, like he's just and he's so happy every time he does it. Um, mm-hmm. But I was he's proud, like, like he's reached another peak, like there's another level unlocked. Yes, and then of course, like oh my god, how pretty is Gun in this scene? I mean, Gun is pretty. Gun is so pretty, but like he's so pretty in this scene. And I almost died. The snack product placement. 
the chicken nuggets product placement. I laughed so hard. I remember I sent you a voice message on that. I, it was just, yeah, it was that one, so that was silly. One of the ones I could understand. <laughs> it was so silly and like obvious. It was hilarious. Because, yeah, I think that's what I actually started squealing and spiraling in my voice messages to you. I, that was the, the start, like the towards the end. The, like, the beginning <laughs> of the end. <laughs> yeah. um, but I really so, like, like, they have this really, because, well, because we have all these, we have this scene where they're, um, where they're, you know, cooking the, the stew. And mm-hmm. I love the little scene as well where, that we got between um, Prem and Peng where basically they're bickering and she's like teasing him because he's mm-hmm. chosen a dish that guarantees that he is going to see 10 again. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, and, Pre- and, sorry, and 10 watching them like this back and forth between the siblings. And it's like, you, you can see he's kind of like got the idea that maybe Prem might want to see him again. And he's happy about mm-hmm. that thought that that possibility mm-hmm. is a thing. And they're just so stinking cute. And then, of course, it's like we get, you know, the scene where it's like it's so funny because they act like they're never going to see it. It's so dramatic in actual fact. They act like they're never going to see each other again when they've actually already made plans to, like, meet up again to have the stew. But they're like, this is the – it's like I feel like it's like one of those kind of, like, um, (laughs) you know, if if – if they had done some sort of like animation and dressed them up or something and made them bloody, um, uh, I can't remember Jack and Rose from like Titanic or something and like yeah. and played out the scene on the you know on where they're floating and uh, Jack goes into the water because it was so like it was like that like we're never gonna see each other again and yet they had literally made plans to see each other like the next day or whatever to have this shoot so there was it was slightly dramatic because of that. But I loved how cute it was as well. Like this whole idea about um, there not being, you know, he wants to take photos and all this sort of stuff. And and Bram teasing him. Yeah. And the hand touching, hand touching, squeal check. Yeah. And the hand touching. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, that was probably <laughs> one of them. Because it's like, it's so funny because as soon as he does it, he's just like, he's, he's like kind of trying to check himself about the, the you know the contact but yet the, the whole day has just been like contact 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 but it's this idea that like his heart is racing they both feel so empty like the whole thing is just like the sweetest thing ever and once again we get bold I, thought, I had this thought uh that wow that, that was such an anime moment because um imagine turning around like that in real life to calm your heart down it'd be so weird but here um it's i feel like it's done the way it's done in anime yeah and it feels a bit familiar because of it and it's easy to suspend your disbelief is this how you say it you suspend yeah, yeah. your disbelief, suspend your disbelief. Yeah. It's kind yeah. Of like- imagine that but in anime like it's just it works so well yeah it's like those scenes with the in shows where like the character suddenly breaks and they like look at the camera and they talk to the camera uh-huh. like yeah, they're talking yeah. to the audience it was yeah, it, like yeah. if something like that had happened because we sort of got a little bit of a scene like that kind of at the beginning when he was like you want to know what happened to get us to this place kind of thing um that had that sort of vibe to it um it wouldn't surprise me and i feel like they would be able to make it work with this because as you said, you used to say. Well, Chen does. Chen does look into the camera sometimes, doesn't he? When he, yeah. when we see his visions, 
uh, well, well, he, when he tries the food, sometimes he looks into the camera and says stuff. I think he said something when, when he threw the ball and hit Graham also, like he looked into the camera and was like, I'm going to show you whatever. Uh, yeah. So they do break the fourth wall yeah. sometimes. And it's, but it just works because you go straight into this like really dramatic, somewhat animated, like mm-hmm. what you know is kind of almost like fantasy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, we, we sometimes you do, this is not like, it's funny because you said, you know, you brought up anime and stuff. And like, usually these sorts of things work really well, like in a book or something. But when you're watching a show, sometimes it's really hard to translate these kind of moments where let's face it we do sometimes have these kind of moments you know where like something will be happening to us and we have this like internal you know monologue or like Mm -hmm. you know our imagination is is running wild or whatever and I mean it's not the first Mm -hmm. time someone has been talking to me about something and I'm picturing it in my mind and it's like maybe serious and inappropriately I just start laughing because in mm-hmm. my mind look what they're telling me looks so ridiculous <laughs> um and so yeah I really have to check myself there but like you, so but that doesn't translate very well on film usually because you have to do it in such a way that as you said you you suspend the disbelief or it's very clear that what you're doing is where where we know like it's in their mind or we know it's like whatever and I feel like they're doing a really good job of that in this as well yeah they are and so this is a decisive moment for them to continue or not but you know Tan is already in love he will not he'll not let go it's too late for him he is lost oh he is so lost he's just like he's so bold like I would actually have loved to have seen you know like what math are actually said to him when he said what do I do now because he clearly go for it yeah <laughs> go he for it. just said like whatever you do don't like back down or whatever because I feel like uh, he just keeps coming like he's just not about to let anything get in the way um mm-hmm. and it seems like even from the trailer for next week it seems like that is the that is a uh consistent theme with him where he's not about to back down um <clears throat> And um, so, but yeah, so of course we we have this like cute little moment where he basically kind of almost rushes Bram, and mm-hmm. like he's like, "Oh, I'm really hungry," and you know, I, <laughs> and you know, come and eat with me. And it's just really cute. The restaurant they go to is so cute. I wonder, I wonder, is this another uh, place of gunpowder and go to eat together? <laughs> like, I'm kind of wonder now. Well, I mean, apparently, like every other place, haven't they? Like, is uh-huh. that somewhere that they've eaten or whatever? I'm glad you included in this series. It's like, oh, yeah, we found this restaurant one time. And so, uh-huh. like, let's put it in. But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, really... in case you're confused, you dear listener, it, uh, the place that we saw, the hotel restaurant off mentioned that it's a place they go to. Yeah, it's a real place that him and Gun go to and eat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So So now we're just like wondering like how many of these other places are places that they go Uh to eat food. This place was really cute, I reckon. I love how like it was so intimate and pretty. I would love to eat somewhere like that. Um, And so, and then we had this like scene where, um, you know, after they'd finished eating and everything, where off makes... Oh no, that's when they're at the market and is I think that's the first thing 
I'm explaining the, that business is hard for small owners, especially yeah. when you start from scratch and have no help. Yeah, that's right. I think that's the first conversation that they have, which I loved. Yeah. I feel like with Prem, sorry, with Ten, if he has any, like, prejudice or anything in regards to, like, classes or whatever, it's not something he's, like, learned in a way that is... It's not something that he believes in. It's something that he just goes along with without questioning. Well, I think he has really, what he heard. Yeah, I feel like maybe he hasn't really thought about it. He's very like, it, he yeah. comes across as like very innocent and he's not really mm-hmm. like he hasn't thought about certain things because he's so focused on his goal that like he doesn't really yeah. see a lot of the world. And so like Prem sort of explaining to him about like how hard it is and how this is a thing and you know all the rest of it is really like I mean even even when he says to him he says to Prem oh you you know a lot about it or whatever and and Prem's like well yeah like my family owns one and I want to have a big one so of course I you know like he it's not something that he automatically just like puts the two and two together because he's you know he's it's it's not a nasty like prejudice if he has a prejudice if, is what I mean it's not something he's fostering and you know, has, has, um, it, it, you know, is something that he's like building his beliefs on or anything like that. It's, it's unintentional. And I really, yeah, the like... thing that he says is a meal without dessert is a meal of a commoner. This yeah. is the thing, which is because we didn't mention it. Yeah. Well, because that's when they get to the, after they've left the restaurant, they go and have dessert. And that's when that gets said. And I love, Ooh, but, but I, I love the fact that, you know, when when they mention desserts and they go eat eating to eat desserts, uh, it's another moment. I almost started crying because they reminded me of old fashioned cupcake. Metaphor for something else. Yeah, for, for, the, for those something. of you who don't know, old fashioned cupcake is one of Marilla's obsessions. Uh- <laughs> yes, it is. And so. Like, I love that they have this, like, sweet relationship where they're learning from each other, like, new things about the world, but also about themselves. Um, and there's no, there's no, like, negativity in these, like, these lessons or this, like, it's not, they're not, like, pointing out defects in each other or anything like that. They're just like, you know, you shouldn't do that because, and now let me tell you why. And then you make up your own mind kind of thing. And I really liked, I really liked the scenes that they had where they were doing this, like both with the um, the question, the, t- the conversation about the small restaurants and then also about the, you know, commoners not being, or, or you know, poor people not being able to afford dessert because, you know, mm-hmm. the price of sugar is so high and things like that. And mm-hmm. um, I just, but I, but then, so we had these like, and once again, it's like the scene with Pang and Prime, these like serious moments woven into the show. Um butted up against like either really sweet moments or really funny moments and in this uh moment it's really really sweet like the bit where Prem went to feed him dessert moment yeah so the bit where I was having such theory of love flashbacks when they were feeding each other ice cream I was like oh god stop being cute oh god no I was (laughs) dying I was dying but it's so funny because, like, the bit where Prem goes to what, feed him... I'm, I'm pretty sure one of the squealing messages that I sent to you that you cannot decipher is about this. 
The bit where Prem like goes to feed him with the spoon and he looks like taken aback. And how mm-hmm. I feel like Prem just assumed it's because, you know, like of his like distance thing. And he says to him, you know, like it's a clean spoon, you know. Yeah. Um, it's okay to eat from it. I don't really think it had anything to do with that because like literally like two seconds later they're both like sharing their spoons and their desserts and like, you know, all the rest of it. And you know, later on it's like, well, you know not such a big deal when you're about to swap saliva but anyway um the i feel like it was more like he didn't expect yeah um, prem to the, be that because it means so much to him it means so much to him yeah. and so i was like oh, this is happening yeah it was like he didn't expect him to be that forward and like to show this mm-hmm. kind of i guess like um care outside of like the lesson because in in the in the past whenever he's sort of like given something to um to tend like that to try it's been part of the lesson so it's been part of this paid experience I guess and now this was this was something completely different so I think that was why he reacted the way he did and I just thought that that was so sweet and then we got the bridge scene the bridge there the bridge if this if the bridge represents their relationship it's like they're reflecting on it by watching the bridge yeah. Which is basically what they do because Tan has this light and sometimes people get carried away without even realizing it. So this is, <laughs> you know, Graham uh, is aware of Tan making his, move, his moves and he is remembered, remembering his sister's words. Mm. And Prem gives him a way out again and tells Tan about, um, talk, they talk about uh, relaxing and spending time with him i don't remember oh he's actually they were talking about the next weekend and how he should spend his next weekend right yeah. and then like i want to spend it with you yeah. <laughs> and i was like Are you sure yeah and he's like yeah that's right because i thought you know you would want to do something like this and he's like but when i'm with you i feel relaxed essentially this is it's my escape is being with you um when he says, like, I meant, uh, I meant to walk or watching a movie. I was expecting Tan to be like, oh, so let's go on a walk. Yeah, let's go and watch a movie. Yeah, I must admit, I was <laughs> expecting a date, a date invitation from that as well. But uh, the bridge scene for me, it was kind of healing because <laughs> you were talking about Kai Third and Theory of Love before. And I was, like, triggered by the bridge scene <laughs> a little bit when I first saw it in the trailers and everything. Especially because um, Ten uses that line about you know something about the sometimes people get carried away thing, and I'm like, don't make don't make this a sad scene because I have with Ofgan I have like triggering things because of episode ten of not being <laughs> with with Sean and Black, and I'm just like that was so traumatic, like you know, it was so traumatic. Um, Come on, they went back to that place and they fixed things. Though. They did, they did, but like, well, White and Sean did not, not Black and Sean. Um, I don't know that they ever went anywhere together again, but we'll, we will never know. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's fine. He feels better about Sean because White loves him. It's okay. They fixed true, things. True, true, true. <laughs> and I like how they had this kind of like as you said, this moment where um, Prem ki- Ten kind of gave Prem an out and Prem kind of gave Ten an out to a certain extent. Um, and they both were just like, realized that that's not what they wanted. You know, we had this like moving in together Journey. again. 
to kiss to each other. Yeah. And I'm like, this was traumatic for me because it didn't happen. Seriously. <laughs> I was so scandalized by interrupting by the interrupted kiss. I, I couldn't believe like, it happened. Yeah. Like fireworks are so overrated, Zoe. No, particularly I was just like, it was really cute. Like we the moment was really cute. And then we had this yeah, unexpected yeah. The, the the fireworks. I get you. I, I'm not a huge fan of fireworks myself because <laughs> mainly because everybody stands around like in real life fireworks. Everyone stands around, you're looking up, you get home, you blow your nose, it's full of ash, right? <laughs> How close to them you're saying? What kind of fireworks are you watching? So like? <laughs> like when we have our New Year's fire, I remember one year going to the beach and like having fireworks and when I got home, oh my God, I blew like black boogers for a week anyway anyway off topic um i was just like these fireworks actually were really pretty though i did think they were really pretty fireworks and i was just Mm -hmm. like so we had this really cute moment the almost kiss and then we had this unexpected beauty of fireworks and i was like what an interesting Mm -hmm. cock block they were (laughs) (laughs) so now they're both hyper aware left hanging and They're it's kind so of sad. Do you, do you, it's, do you, yeah. Do you remember last podcast? I think I said something like, we don't know what happens. Maybe this is a like super dramatic ending or like whatever. Maybe something bad happens because we didn't know what mm-hmm. happened in this like 24 slash 30, 31 hour period of time. Mm-hmm. And they seemed really both really un- like quite uncomfortable and quite like disappointed and upset. And it's because they were so up, they were so like disappointed that they didn't get to kiss. <laughs> and they were nervous. Yeah. It nervous. was Sam's turn to make his move and, and he, he's scared. He pulls back because bro- he probably think it's too complicated. Yeah. Maybe they not. They both worth it. felt so unfulfilled in this moment. That's mm-hmm. what it was. That was what was coming through the most. But Stan won't let him go. And mm-hmm. so he pulls him back and they yes. kiss. I died at the kiss this time. The lead up, the lead up was so good. And also the fact that Prem, I remember sending you another message about it. Prem could reach him just fine just to, to, to kiss him, but he rises on his toes to push into the kiss. Yeah. Well, because he's still being so careful. Like he, this is, to me, this is like, this is how I know like this character really cares about the other character because we had this like full on, like, I guess little mini story arc about how uncomfortable Tan is with like personal touch and like people invading his space. And like, even though they're sharing this intimate moment and Tan clearly wants to kiss him, he hasn't been given like full permission just to like touch him wherever and so like they haven't had any conversations they have not they don't they don't know what they are there's no established boundaries between them at the mm-hmm. moment so this whole moment he where he like as you said he sort of like pushes up into the curse because he can't help himself like mm-hmm. a lot as i said how much they both meet in the middle like how much they want it the tippy toes just killed me but there's this like mm-hmm. quite like kind of like I guess quiet desperation in the way he clutches his clothes like the way he's restraining himself from like reaching out it just more more highlights like the surety and unsurety of this whole moment because like he really you can he wants to reach out and grab a hold of him but he's like can I I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't like it's respectful but it's also like there's this like because they haven't had like the download conversation, like the what do they call it? Not download, 
um, the uh, uh, what's it? <laughs> there's a terminal. There's an acronym for a terminology where you do where you talk about like what you are um, with a person. They have not had that. They're not boyfriends at this moment. They're not whatever. And all that Prem knows about Tan is that he doesn't like. Not all he knows, but like one of the things he knows. And because he cares about him so much, you don't, if you care about someone, you respect them. You do not want to make them feel uncomfortable. You do not want to put them in a position where they're not going to feel safe. And so like, to me, this is just this whole section of them. Like they are such um, green flags to me, Mm -hmm. the way that they, the way that this part happens. And then later on the, when they're texting each other and they, Oh my God. They're trying to check in and make sure that they're okay with everything. They did not not send the text after all, right? They didn't, but the intentions were there. They felt that way. You know what I mean? Sean White moment, you know. It was very, yeah. There's there's lots of like, are you okay after doing the deed? But this just, this is the you know innocent PG version. <laughs> yeah. Although we got the you know no no it was more like did you like it wasn't it yeah it was more like did you like it in the tent but yeah so no, it, was, it was they asked each other if they were okay like yeah they to, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, the fact that he ran he ran but the, listen didn't the background I mean the backstory make the kiss so much better because I really felt the difference you could feel the difference between the first time like or the 40s like well, counting all the videos this, this time we had this tension yes. and as you said like we knew what was behind the tension and we had talked about I think like last episode and also in the previous episode when we'd seen the trailer that that triggers you so badly um we had talked (laughs) about this idea of there being another kiss and so there wasn't another kiss but there was an almost kiss sometimes is just as important you know what i mean so um it was yeah because they did not stop not it's not because one of them stopped it it's because of the the universe of course yeah Yeah. so So then we see them the next month Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, before that, yeah. So as I said, we had the really green flag moment of them being like, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to check in and stuff, and just like the the joint uh, visuals of them both, like basically having the kicking their feet, dying because they just like are so giddy and like in love, was like soul destroying, but in the best possible way. <laughs> it's and then yes. Yeah, then we yeah, and then the next, the next day, day we see them. Yeah, and Tan is all like, he is, <laughs> he's in a uniform. He is. I wonder, was he that? What was he that bothered last time they went there, or you know, the first time they went there because he didn't want to get dirty? Is that all? Is this I, why? I he, don't know, but like he, he is like so extra in this scene. Oh, he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's like so innocent, but also so bold. It's really funny. Like the first time so I didn't notice it too, so much today, like I was distracted by other things. But when I first uh-huh. watched this the other night and the like, He's standing there and he's all like, oh, I'm, you know, wearing appropriate clothing and blah, blah, blah. blah. And he's like, he's like fingering this hole in his like, this <laughs> like so many, there's more holes in those shorts than there are shorts, uh, like the hole in his shorts and that. And like Prem is just standing there like going like, like choking almost like going like, oh my God, it's my wet dream. Um, 
And it's so funny because he's like obviously surprised to see him, but he's also just like, oh wow, okay. Uh, and I'm meant to function now? Like, <laughs> yes, but he's so freaking bold. Like, I missed you. I couldn't sleep counting down the moments until I yes, missed you. Yes. He's so, but he's so innocent with it as well. Like, he's so innocent, but also so bold. I don't know. I don't know if he's innocent. He's playful, what he is. Maybe, 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 but it's just like I love. I feel like, he, like probably, he probably feels that he has to be careful with Prem because Prem, Prem, Prem might just uh, freak out and well, pull it's back. Funny because I think I was trying to say earlier that you know we have these scenes with Prem where he like comes across as like the more mature of the two of them, like the more mm-hmm. grounded, the more adult almost. Like especially when he's like he's. I guess because maybe it's because he's the teacher in the relationship, like more so like he's mm-hmm. teaching uh, Ten how to cook. He's teaching Ten about like his life and th- their differences in their situations. So maybe that is why it's coming through that way. I don't know. But like this scene to me also highlighted it because you basically had puppy dog, bold, like innocent, um, but also like <laughs> giddy, bold, uh, ten being like, you know, I couldn't sleep. I was counting down the mysteries. We should totally talk about what happened last night. And Prem all but running away, <laughs> but just like being like, yep, okay, let's go somewhere else. Like, because you know, it's like for him, Prem opened the door and he stepped in. Oh boy, didn't did he step in? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like if Prem if Prem was like trying to shut the door, like then Tan is like <laughs> foot wedged in there and he's just like he's not moving it. He's like. Uh-huh. He's like, my foot's staying here. Don't worry, baby. I've got steel caps on. We're good. <laughs> you can slam that door as hard as you like. My boot's not going anywhere. Um, but yeah. Then we get this scene. Um, it, we get the scene of Chiang Mai with the professor. And I'm in trouble, oh. Zoe. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I think he's so cute. I think yeah, he's freaking must- cute. It's funny because we once again we've talked about this a lot and people mm-hmm. who listen know that I'm not a fan of like the love triangle or when they're trying even even not a traditional love triangle but like even when they're just trying to drive like a third person into a, a relationship or what is almost becoming an established relationship it usually really bothers me and like makes me angry <coughs> cough August <laughs> um but <laughs> no but it's different because it's with August um Day wasn't sure about his feelings. Yeah. He didn't know is, how to proceed. Yeah, this is this is why, not one of those situations. No. See, this is why I feel like I'm okay with it because, like, okay, so this this other chef, Chef Sheng Ma, whatever his name is, he really mm-hmm. likes Prem. Like, oh my god, he really He's likes so Prem. It's it's made and the very professor. yeah yes. It's, it's made very obvious initially in this scene. And it's like, and I, I honestly, I don't. Oh, it's made obvious when he remembers Prem when he oh, appears. Oh no, but like this, place, this but... is like you know, if you if you had any doubts, like this destroys yeah. those. You know what I mean? And I feel like and the professor, the professor likes him, and he ships him with Prem. He supports him. He freaking tells him where to find Prem. Mm. Which I I have commentary on later on, but we'll get to that. But yeah. I just, with this bit here, as I said, I expected to have an issue with it because I usually don't like it, but I don't have an mm-hmm. issue with him liking Prem because I'm, mm-hmm. I actually feel bad for him because he has, like, mm-hmm. zero chance. Yep. Like, he just has zero chance. And then, like, so we go, we then go from that to, like, Prem and Ten coming back to the to the house, to the restaurant, 
and Prem oh. lying to Grandma about Well, why. that's 10. 10 being all in and being like a freaking bulldozer, like barging it's into like, Prem's why? personal space. And like, he says that he really needs to fight for this. And he does. Oh. But it's like, but why is Prem like making up stories? It's so funny because like he's, it's clear that Grandma's just like, uh, yeah, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have them like, uh, heating up the the stew and everything, and we had the really cute scene of like once again we've got our product placement again. Um, the bottles. Yeah, but they also I, again the the intro song and ten acting. I, I I just couldn't like ten acting all Sean or white or I don't know with the bottles and the whole overconfident flirty attitude. Yeah, but like this and you know where he put he. It was a, no he when he opens the bottle <laughs> oh, yeah, and like, yeah, and like puts it towards Prem like so he can take huh? a drink and and Prem is like grandma's in the house like he's so scandalized and I'm like dude seriously this is so entertaining you. I'm like he's offering you a drink like where is your mind Prem where is your mind <laughs> Like, which gut is your mind in right now? Because literally, he's just offering you a drink. Calm the fuck down, right? So it was. But like- it was so entertaining that scene. I, I even forgot it was product placement until the moment that they, they got a uh, close up on off space drinking it. Yeah, yeah. Because that was, that was obvious. Up until that point, I just like, I was enjoying the moment. Like, ha 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 ha. You, you know, know why? It was because fun. you get distracted by Ten staring at his lips. Like, seriously? Oh my God. Ted <laughs> his mouth as he's drinking and then afterwards his lips and everything like this was this was probably my favorite part of this episode purely and simply because it was done so well like, yeah and Ted looked so disappointed when Prem covered his mouth it's like know, taking like you're taking like, a, a toy from a from a puppy or something but he was like he was he was very quickly going on a, on a one-way trip to a downward spiral that would have le- le- uh, led to some sort of deviant behavior I think um so and also someone someone noticed that um someone caught this scene on twitter uh with uh product placement that those drinks it's so funny you and i both have the same no no i think (laughs) (laughs) oh you go on you'll say but yeah no well because you get the scene where like after they both have their drink the drinks Uh get put down and you all Uh you see all you see is prem's waist and ten's hand Uh on his waist and and so yeah yeah some bobby posted a screenshot of it it was just like this is like the the most like perfect shot for advertising ever for this drink because like they will be reposting this image to the end of time (laughs) like i feel like and i feel like it's true i feel like if that shows up on my timeline i'm retweeting that Uh i'm reblocking it (laughs) like even if i did it three times yesterday i'm doing it again because like just the hand i don't know what it was it's so kind of like once again it's kind of innocent they're not doing anything it's but just i don't know the hand on the waist did things to me i don't know what happened this whole moment was also very- also the moment where he speaks uh Prem, speaks into prem's neck or year oh, or I don't, again so I like, do you know what it reminds me of <laughs> there's a um i don't know if you're familiar with it but there's a series of action movies like uh Called the terminator do you know those movies come, come on who doesn't well i don't know maybe you know anyway so like i think it's the one that 
I think it's like the Terminator 2 or something with Edward Furlong in it, where it's got the, the bad Terminator, like, can mold their body into, like, and change their appearance to anybody. And it was like, mm-hmm. it was like they were, like, cycling through their characters <laughs> and themselves <laughs> in that scene because you, you could see the moment, like, they broke a little bit because Gunn just was, like, laughing. <laughs> And it, was, it was really really cute though but like it's, this scene was really funny because <clears throat> as i said we got the bit at the beginning where basically um prime was like grandma's in the house and it was very victorian lady like you know like oh my god someone mm-hmm. just splashed their ankles kind of like this whole yeah. scene was a little bit like that even like just the hand on the waist is kind of like as i said felly um non-scandalous but like I reacted like you know I was like I, I was clutching my pearls you know and but the but this but then you have the scene where like Tan is like watching Prime's mouth and it's like okay it just went from like Victorian lady Victorian gentleman you know like clutching your pearls like PG whatever to like I don't know that like one scene like ricocheted up for me to like a whole other level of as I said if Prem hadn't covered his mouth I feel like Ten would have spiraled into something that would have been very not like PG very like you know um uh, deviant behavior and And then we could blame him because look at those lips really yep and then we get uh the scene in the store where Dynamite. Oh, fire and dynamite. I love this scene. I love yeah. this scene. Oh my goodness. This scene was like and you know what? Because we we have talked probably quite a lot about their about their story, I think. Probably not as obviously as much as we have the Prem Ten because they're the main characters, but I feel like probably a lot considering they're like the second secondary uh-huh. coupling or whatever. Because there was a lot of, I guess, like not stigma, but kind of stigma attached to this like idea of dynamite chasing him hardcore to a certain extent, where Mm -hmm. it really didn't actually turn out to be like that. He's very insightful. Once again, as I said, like Pang, he's very a very insightful youth, and so um, he this scene like with first off, I love how um, Samsi called him your fifey. Mm-hmm. he's oh look it's your five like he's like accepted the fact that that uh fire is belongs to dynamite like dynamite has said it enough that like yeah. samsey is mm-hmm. just like yep this it is, became this an is universal me. truth yeah. truth universally known it's like he's like this is the reality clearly huh? um <laughs> and i also feel like if anyone's got eyes they they can see it i mean like matha matha saw it like you know everyone's seeing it so yeah. um but yeah so it's like him you know uh him being there with jane which i was a bit like okay that i was not expecting to see them together again um Mm -hmm. because of the way they're kind of i thought their story arc had sort of finished Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh well they could be friends or like whatever you know Mm -hmm. i'm just you know that it's not really at that point in time and they're just at the shop together essentially the way Mm -hmm. he's all like oh no like oh no he's gonna bother me and blah 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 and whatever should we go scold him should we go scold him sorry oh he says should we go scold him ah yeah and then like when he just like basically ignores him and he's like this this soft this soft like disappointed hurt way he's like says he's not coming to me mm-hmm. well like, thanks you can you can read that on his face 
yeah he's so confused and disappointed and then later when they're like back at the house like he's looking at the door like he's waiting for him to come bursting in and you know like be super dramatic that's that's chase uh cat and mouse game that they have been playing up to that point exactly because he has been enjoying it yeah oh for sure and then we had jane calling him out about his true feelings like she knows like he's not serious about her she says that you know she can see that he really likes dynamite but he's kind of scared and afraid of his mom and like i basically think like he just looks so sad here and i feel like Mm -hmm. like the way they reshow it because like they you know we had the scene in the supermarket and then he's sitting there and she's talking about like you really like him sort of thing and you Mm -hmm. see him and he's remembering um a dynamite walk away in the supermarket from him and that and it's like it's like he's having this moment where he's like afraid that he maybe he's actually succeeded in pushing dynamite away, dynamite away this time like mm-hmm. the idea wouldn't come to him like he couldn't fathom that like this would actually happen and now it sort of seems like this is happening he's kind of like really really freaked about it mm-hmm. yeah well actually yes. both scenes like the scene in the supermarket and then the scene in in um uh in his room and this also made me sort of feel like I was kind of a little bit correct in what I said previously because she just kind of like cut him out you know back when they were sort of dating when she was just suddenly like I don't really like you like this um and obviously I think I said at the time I felt it was because she could see it like it's it's Mm -hmm. obvious if you're looking that this is how he's feeling what if what if she noticed she noticed uh the way he was with dynamite she realized that he has feelings for dynamite and she got angry on her behalf because she felt used and then when she saw his relationship with his mother she understood him and she kind of calmed down she forgave, yeah she forgave him and she mm-hmm. decided yeah because you know, they don't uh, really be yeah because like a, a, they, we get that scene later on where um <laughs> like dynamite's kind of slightly unhinged and um Sam C says you know like just because he's seeing her again or something like that and he like loses his mind um about it well um, you know because just as you said in the car he was 100% sure about the fact that fire was liked him and then then to get he uh, to see him be all cute with the girl like he started doubting himself and he was like maybe I actually know nothing yeah. And so he decided to retreat. Well, I think he's angry too, like, because I think there's a little bit of this, like, um, because as I said, he's like, you, you said it too, like he, he was had this moment in the car where he's like 100% sure, like 110% sure that fire feels the same way. <laughs> and then, you know, you, he sees him when they're out and he's like, they're having... So they started moving. They, they, they like maybe made a step towards each other. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, he approaches him, approaches him in the canteen because they had this like cute kind of flirty vibe in the car, you know, like the night before or the day before or when, however many distance it was. It's not the time frame isn't very clear. Um, mm-hmm. And he sort of was like, you know, like, hi or whatever he says to him. And uh, Fire just ignores him and turns around and like feeds the girl who's not really paying any. I think she's got like earphones in. Like, she's not really, she wasn't really expecting it. Like, She's just like whatever kind of thing, and it's like he would, and and I think um, dynamite says something like, "Oh, ouch, that really hurt," or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's like this idea of that 
he knows he likes him, but he would rather like play straight or play like a false affection for someone else than actually choose to be with him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a bit of that in there. And I think that kind of made him angry. Like I feel like he's angry because he wasn't being brave or whatever, which is not really fair because everybody, especially in a situation where like, I feel like um, I will be very surprised if, um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Um, Fire's mother doesn't have a problem with them being together. So, you know, you can't, not everybody moves at the same pace when it comes to like coming out or like, you know, revealing something like that, especially when it's not something you necessarily maybe even realized about yourself before. Um, so he, he's probably angry at him a little bit because he's not being brave, but also that he'd be angry at himself a little bit for feeling that way. Cause that's not fair either. So he's in this weird position while also having to witness them being cute or whatever. Um, but I think they're just hanging out like at that point. I don't think that was like, cause she's very aware of the fact that he likes the other one. Yeah. Um, and she was, and she pretty much said to him that she did not like him that way. So it's like, yeah. I don't see how, how they would like actually be back together again. I think it's just a spending time together um, probably as friends. It'll probably get yeah. mentioned later on that they've just been spending time together as friends. Like they're just friends yeah. now or whatever. Um but yeah, I just I did really like those scenes because I I was like, yeah, I just I I loved the way he was kind of like, a, he was just so he was so broken and vulnerable and it was just yeah it was really kind of uh, interesting to see after all the other stuff we've mm-hmm. seen. Yeah. Um, so then we get the scene of Tan and Pram trying the dish that they made together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my and, god, and the animation. The animation of like a game or something. And I can't really tell whether he's meant to be losing or winning in this. I can't really tell. <laughs> but like these being... in the end in the end he got uh proposed to uh eat By vegetable prem. Uh, prem, so I guess he won. This idea of him like being slapped in the face with vegetables and then having <laughs> Prem like dressed as some sort of root vegetable being like uh, there's a there's a there is a really dirty joke in that somewhere about the fact that uh-huh. uh, Prem is dressed as a root vegetable. Um mm-hmm. I realized what I said there, but he clearly <laughs> is. It's I think he's meant to be like a parsnip or a leek or I don't know, something like that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's like dressed like a vegetable and he's like I'm sweet eat me I'm like 10 you're a pervert <laughs> you know it's Zoe it's not us it's them they, they, they're saying that it, it's not you reading too much into it it's not you putting some meaning into it's it it's, there, it's already there <laughs> have you watched have you like listened to what's up come on i know well exactly right but yeah it's just it's so funny i'm just like why but i'm like why is he like this though as well like it's really funny because i i think i saw a post where someone was like i don't really get like why they were they were kind of making like a sexy innuendo but like he's dressed like a vegetable it's like this guy is obsessed with food like this is sexy to him leave him alone let him have his weird kinks (laughs) Yes, he wants to eat him. Okay, this is yeah. not the first time we hear this innuendo of "I want to eat." And last time it was uh, in front of the hotel motel. Yeah, when he thought he, he ten wanted to eat him. Remember? 
Yeah, it's a, it's I, a, I can't it's help it. Come up I'm, again. Gonna, I'm gonna reference. <laughs> I'm gonna reference something that Offgun said as well because this just this whole like this whole like uh WhatsApp song the the scene that you were just talking about this bit in this episode just reminded me of the um live that they did during not me where they talked about the kissing scenes and that and how like they ate each other until they were full or whatever they said mm-hmm. i'm just like they need to stop talking about eating it's very no they need, they need to continue just uh <laughs> I'm, I'm ready let's let's watch it <laughs> i'm ready for the next episode yeah so the moment when prem um finds out gets a call and you know his friends are coming over and the scene where he's trying to hide tan is hilarious oh, he's yeah. like hiding a lover <laughs> yeah he's uh, very, well, this is the thing because it's really funny because i this the, we get the scene like when he's answering the phone and that and he's like starting to freak out we get that scene that i was talking about where dynamite is like unhinged because he's like jealous yeah. of what's going on between or what he perceives is going on between Jane and Farah and yeah. the way he grabs like Gun's face uh, not Gun's um uh, Prem's face because he's not paying attention I remember them talking about this in like I think it was like episode yeah. zero yeah. or whatever and he was saying like yeah. how he was kind of afraid or like maybe just a little bit you know like unsure because Gun is like a veteran actor and here and he's and he's also like older than him and here he was grabbing his face like this but like how good was about it yeah Yeah. and um so like then as you said we get this um uh bit where param is freaking out about being scolded and distracted and he's basically admitting unknowingly to ten that he like loves him or at least has really strong feelings for him because dynamite said in that scene that they needed to cut out all love from their lives so that they wouldn't be distracted so he's like oh i'm gonna get into trouble because i'm gonna be distracted and it's like oh Mm -hmm. you love him (laughs) and ten took the meeting again because he noticed it was ripped and also another moment grandma had a call she was acting weird i wonder What's up with that? Did they did she receive bad news or something? Or am I am I reading too much into oh, it? But they, they did mention it. A, I never noticed that she got a call because we saw the she said she wants to talk to him. But she was on the call when T- Prem and Tan arrived and she oh. was calculating something, she was writing something down. And then she when she came down the stairs, uh one of the friends noticed she was acting weird and she wanted to talk to Prem. Yeah. Oh, they, I did going wonder to though if that was because he was acting weird and so she wanted to talk to him because he had been acting weird. I didn't really notice mm-hmm. the fact that she that he was she was on the phone, but we we do see yeah. in the trailer that Prem uh, Ten's father goes there, so maybe yeah. it's him on the phone. It might not mean anything, but it might mean something. We'll see. So then we get the moment with the famous chefs. Oh um, wait! Before that, like before yeah. we, yeah, the you bit where you talk about um stealing the oven mitt and everything. Um, mm. what was I gonna say? Oh no, it's gone. Yeah, it's alright. Continue. <laughs> so they're playing famous chefs. Oh yep, yep. And then, and then, Chef Chang Ma appears. I, I hope I'm pronouncing it. His, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not doing it right. <laughs> I think no, I actually think you are, but I'm just like. It's really funny because, you know, we were talking about this before about, like, how the professor tells him how to find Prem and all this because he, he, like, he ships him or whatever. 
and I was like, I, I actually kind of, um, the way he randomly turned up kind of like, uh, maybe it's just me, but I kind of like freaked, not freaked me out, but like kind of weirded me out a bit of it. Cause I was just like, why would you just turn up like that? It's kind of a bit, I don't know. I mean, I get it. He likes him and everything, but it was just. So he wanted to check. I don't find it weird, actually. He wanted to check the place. He knew, he knew they had a, um, you know, um, a restaurant or something. And he says, "I should have made the reservations." Mm-hmm. And I think he was expecting for Prem to make an exception for him, but Prem says basically, "Yes, you should have," because. He did. He does not get ups- upset, but you know, you when when you're trying to approach someone, you hope you hope that they will make a step towards you as well. Mm-mm. This is this is how I read it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because this this whole scene is like was thoroughly amusing to me as well. Because once again, I, f- I actually ended up feeling I was a bit like I was weirded out. I was weirded out with the way he just showed up randomly. That's just me mm-hmm. personally. But then I felt mm-hmm. ended up feeling sorry for him again anyway because it was really funny. Um, he was just like, um, oh god, <laughs> sorry, you're gonna have to cut this bit. I lost my brain. Prem was um, pretty. Prem was pretty cold. He was cold. He yeah. tried. He was trying to keep it professional. He wanted to be just. He didn't want advice from him. He didn't want, you know, uh, it to get up close, close and personal or whatever. I mean, he might. I don't think it was um, connected to Tan, but who knows? He is yeah. aware. But like, it's like. Yeah, well, it's like though when he's like, um, he wants to help, right, mm-hmm. and everything, and and Prem's because Prem is, he has good morals, you know. He's, yeah, you know, wants to earn what he he gets, which is why mm-hmm. he struggled a little bit. Which is why when Ten's dad accused him of like, you know, trying to scam, um, Ten, that it kind of hit too close to home because he already felt um, like weird about it, um. But, like, when he offers to, you know, help them and everything and Prem is like, it's not really fair if we get help. Like, what about the other groups and stuff? It, mm-hmm. It's like, isn't it an advantage? Like, it's not fair. It, it mm-hmm. laughed me. It made me laugh so much because it reminded me of that scene from Dangerous Romance where, because, like, Prem is like, ah, oh, you know, like, we shouldn't take the advantage. And his friend's like, who cares? You know. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it reminded me of the scene where Salom told Kang that, like, if he wanted to be his boyfriend, he had to make up up to it with his friends and he couldn't, like, buy his friends and he would need to earn their friendship. Meanwhile, like, Otto was like, buy me all the stuff. I'm good with it. Like, it just <laughs> it reminded me of that scene so much. And then yeah. it was so funny because then they had the talk about, oh, okay, we're going to do the reshoot. And Prem is like, you know, I'll go and do this. And and the chef is like, oh, I'll go and help him. And the friends are all like, ooh, like, like they're like, ooh, ooh, like they can see that he likes him. They're all like being like kind of like, oh, some, something there. Meanwhile, uh-huh. you've got – and he's like preening. Like he's like, you know, looking at um, uh, Prem like, you know, like he's try- obviously trying to impress him or whatever and Prem is just like, like he's trying to see something more. maybe you know maybe he mistook his admiration for something yeah, more maybe because, because uh, this is where I felt sad for him because Prem is just like completely o- o- oblivious he's like looking okay. at him smiling like 
he's such a nice senior. <laughs> like, he's like, <laughs> he has, like, zero interest. Like, there's not really anything. Uh-huh. He's he's uh-huh. just about, like, what they need to do and what they've got to do, of course, and everything. And then, of course, and then, then we get shows up. And he's yes. not being subtle. Jealous. He can't hold it, bad attitude. Why can't he stay and I can't? Yeah. I love, I love <laughs> but, Graham. Are you still here? Well, I was about to leave, but then I saw him parking. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out if he was here for you or not. <laughs> I love his, like, why, why can't he stay and I'm not allowed? <laughs> and Pre- and I, like I love Graham. He's like, it's not at all the same. Which it, Straight away, right there, that you get your answer. Yeah, because, you same. know, like yeah. Even without, yeah. even without knowing what the outcome will be of this scene for next week, he's just given everybody his answer, and you see, you see it on the chef's face. Like he's got this, like he's watching them, and he's like, "This was not a development he 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 realized was a possibility." But still, no, I don't, I don't remember that seeing that on his face at that moment. But I like that the fact that he fights back. I, I almost like him even more this moment. Uh, because he well, folds his hands too. Oh, yeah. He starts defending here. his position. Yeah. yeah. He like he has a reason to be there. He can actually help. And yeah, he yeah. asks Ted like why like, Ted is there. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because it's just like um, you know, Prem Prem's like, yeah, it's not the same. And I'm like, I'm like, well of course not, baby. It's like one is your teacher who you admire and the other one is the boy <laughs> you want to smash faces with. But like I love the other one is the boy you want to eat you. Yeah, I love I love um Ten's um I am his and then he's like there's this silence and there's like it's so it's so weighted like this uh-huh. this like and then he's like supporter, supporter. <laughs> and then I love Dynamite here so much because he's just like oh of course he can stay it's not like there's anything going on between you so he won't be a distraction he's like but you know if if you're basically he's like but if you're together then you should tell everybody the truth right now and so everybody's literally like hanging out for the answer like samsey's like "Ooh, what's he gonna say and like oh and the chef's face in that moment yeah the that's, chef's- the, that's the moment i was talking about yeah and what then, you know because then- you know i'm a sucker for sweet cute like altruistic characters and uh, what are they doing to me <laughs> they're going to try to hurt me with this character well it's so funny but- because like the as I said, like dynamite is so challenging here. He's just like everyone's waiting for the answer. Uh-huh. You know, if the two of them are a thing, um, and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, as you said, the chef, the way the chef looks between, like, looks at them and then looks at Prem. Like he, this, I felt sorry for him. I really did because uh-huh. he's just like, wait, there are feelings actually happening here. You know, like he, he I was surprised. That he didn't actually realize it because I'm sorry, but if they had come to my restaurant the way they did, I probably would have just assumed that they were a couple because didn't like ten pull out Prem's chair and do a bunch of other date like shit when they were there. Well, maybe he didn't see. Maybe he didn't. Maybe that wasn't the, the moment he noticed Prem. Yeah, maybe. Oh, so yeah, so we're going to receive the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I did not. I did not focus too much on the trailer because you know, got burned already. Yeah. um, Well, I mean, it's sort of basically, obviously, um, the father turns up, and I feel like I. I wondered if when I saw this scene in the trailer where he goes there and he's talking to the grandmother about them secretly dating, he must have seen them kiss. 
that's that's what I think maybe um and so you know obviously I feel like you know but using the word secretly like seriously yeah why 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 do you think it's a secret although it kind of is because look at the way Prem was like trying not to like reveal it to grandma (laughs) secretly dating well, the thing is, they haven't had the conversation yet. They still have not had the conversation. Like, That's even dating. Keeps, yeah. yeah. Ten keeps trying to have the conversation and Prem keeps running away. But I'm guessing that his response to this question in this place about, like, would uh, Prem being, be distracting or whatever is going to be a positive one because we get a scene where he's like, does this mean I can, like, hit on you? And the And the chef is nowhere to be seen, so he must leave because he feels like, or he doesn't go with them to the market because he feels uncomfortable now. Mm. But, we'll see. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get some really cute stuff between them and then it looks like we're going to get some sad stuff. But the thing that got me was we get this, we saw a, a bit in the trailer between Fire and oh. Dynamite. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just like, drunk. Yeah, I'm like, or he's sick. drunk. Yeah. He's drunk and Dynamite is wearing the shirt he's got on when they're when they were filming, so at Prem's place. So it's that day, so it's that night maybe. And I wonder if he, he must like either call him there or I wonder how he ends up wherever he is because you know Isn't her on the roof? Isn't that happening on some kind of a roof? Maybe. I don't know. He's like laying in a beanbag or something. I'm not really sure, but like he's got no shirt on and he's drunk. And the way he's just like, I just want to be with you or whatever he says. And then kisses him sweetly on the forehead. I'm just like, I feel like these characters are going to kill me. <laughs> I thought like, I thought like off and gone as like 10 and Prem were going to destroy me. But now I'm super, super worried about. Um, so many, so many dangers in this series. So many, yeah. you know, <laughs> weapons just against us. <laughs> yeah, weak. But yeah. But you know what I love? This is just really, really funny to me because they must have had um they must have had a break between filming well off's hair off's hair (laughs) (laughs) so like it's not you know by the time we get around to watching it next week we're not really and except for with the bit they show you at the beginning where it's like the you know previously on kind of trailer bit where we'll see his short hair like if they didn't do that you won't really think much of it especially because like at the moment, his hair's kind of like that, so it's in our mind that his hair's longer or whatever. But like, do you imagine sitting down to watch this, like, do a rewatch or something, and just like watching it consecutively, like all day or something? And you get to like this episode, and then you start watching the next episode, and suddenly his hair's like super long. <laughs> I'm like, it's not great for continuality, but I mean, it happens in a lot of shows. Um, it happened in major dramas. Yeah, although the just... difference it wasn't it wasn't that that's obvious, uh, obvious yeah. but yeah <laughs> well i mean there's been ones where like the character's hair color is like completely different you know like in different <laughs> scenes and it's like it's got like a you know it's like kind of red and the rest of the show it's like brown it's like um like clearly they reshot some scenes like why wouldn't you just put a brown wig on that person like why would, or like you know i don't know but anyway um i did think it was really really funny um <clears throat> but yeah it's just it, it, the trailer does look like it's going to be kind of painful, but also kind of sweet. I re- I feel like we're just, we're really not going to know what's going to happen because um, I feel like we're getting well, to that. You know, if we're looking, if we're like using our new 
um i don't it's not a history like how, how do you call it um on the, like knowledge the episode. yeah knowledge yeah, theory. Yeah. Episode theory. yeah this this the next one is going to be the getting together like episode. yeah it, it does look like it right the getting together we did have we did have um a bit of like the third person getting involved here in episode mm-hmm. six right as mm-hmm. we usually do and then I'll also episode by this logic episode eight will be father trouble daddy issues mm. confrontation it, yeah it's interesting because like you know like in trailers they mix stuff around and stuff but like if I had to, if I was gonna be like okay this is my theory for next week my theory is <laughs> I have no idea for fire and dynamite so I'm just gonna leave that to one side but my theory is is that um gun is either going to affirmative that there's something going on between them and that, that mm-hmm. off will be and off that tem will be distracting to him um and off they'll skip to the market <laughs> or he'll just like he'll just take him and they'll go to the market or whatever like he won't actually answer all of them but like it'll be completely obvious to everybody that that's what's going on and then they'll have a conversation when they're at the market because it looks like they're going to be sweet when they're at the market and mm-hmm. then it looks like potentially he comes home after the grandmother or when the grandmother is still talking to Ten's dad, he must leave. And that looks like the grandmother's like, do you like him? You go boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's like all for it. She's not hiding him out, but I feel like. Another, another amazing grandma. Yeah, I know. Right. But I feel like maybe um, his insecurities and all that are going to flare up. And because it looks like um, when office kind of, not off, oh God, when, when Tan is like reassuring Prem and basically saying like that he's going to prove to him that this is like worth it or whatever, it's kind of nighttime, so it, it would be then. So, um, and Prem is crying, so I feel like that's probably after, you know, after the father's left and all that. So, it'd be really interesting to see. I feel like, you know, it looks like they're gonna have a really like sweet time, but whether or not they're like actually how like deep they get into actually like defining their relationship um i think they might go deep maybe this is why she cries because they get they get real with each other it's not it's not about playing anymore it's about i I wonder i wonder if they're going to be just like i wonder if they're going to be sweet like when they're at the market and not still not like super super serious but then of course when he comes home he's gonna get this like slam of reality and then it's super serious again and i feel Mm -hmm. like either either ten is going to find out from his father like when he gets home or something his father will say something to him about it and then potentially he's going to get pissed and go back to check on prem and find prem like that and then well you might have some some issues that are not you know about the father something else might happen something about yeah, the restaurant true, true, but i feel like i feel like he's going to go back there and um you know what i mean like i feel like when he goes back that that will be the the moment where they like actually like cement it kind of thing but i guess we'll wait and see obviously um it, i'm i'm very interested because isn't it it's like is the kind of the thing is oh, like, what if what if what if uh Dan's father finally talks to him because he has he hasn't talked to him yet, and he's he's going to tell Pram you should you don't date this guy you know yeah, don't yeah. get close, 
Because when he slaps him, he says, well, you're still dating him, aren't you? This yes, is why they're happy. So this is one of the lines. Yeah, this is one of the lines that he says. And I, I suppose Tan responds with something harsh and he slaps him. Mm-mm. I think that's how that's going to happen. And that might happen in episode eight. Because they're going to date a bit and Tan is not going to tell his father and he's going to find out. Mm, maybe yeah because we're gonna yeah because episode seven i feel like yeah it's the usually just like the getting together episode then the episode eight is usually quite sweet between the characters isn't it and then there's dra- i just said father drama father drama yeah. father trouble yeah and then, then episode nine episode nine is the booty episode <laughs> the let's get it on episode and then if we're following the if we're following the 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 uh path that seems to be like the new trend of gym and dramas uh-huh. and then episode 10 is like the oh my god i'm sorry here you didn't need your heart right let me just uh-huh. hand it to you all smashed into smithereens and like in a complete bloody mess um <laughs> by episode... Off like this. episode 10 of last twilight is like yeah. Tomorrow. And, tomorrow. I know, right? and then Sorry. episode 11 is the like fixing it and then episode 12 is the like tra la 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 happy ever after so we guess we'll see what happens <laughs> i mean we are basing this off on dangerous romance i mean kind the of fact it's that gener- it the other milestones so far in last twilight it's a generalization of course there's there are uh, dramatic moments in every episode there's something happening but this is like something that they have in common some stuff that we noticed and it will be fine if it actually is this way if it continues happening like this well it's just it's yeah it's really interesting to see if this is as i said the new trend um i'm yeah. curious as well to maybe watch a couple of dramas that aren't gmm i haven't really been like i have watched some other stuff recently but i haven't really been paying attention to like you know what the episode numbers are or anything to know whether or not they're following a similar like format plan Mm -hmm. i don't know i'd be curious to watch something different from someone else and just see if they're um if it's just like the new again dear listener if you have a recommendation our opinions about please let us know we are very right. curious yeah, if, you, if you have the answer to this i'm, I'm super curious because yeah I've watched Examples, a couple, yes. yeah i've been watching a couple other things i'm watching the sign and a couple others but i've not really been paying attention in regards to you know those sorts of things okay so i guess this is it yeah i think so thank you for spending your time with us follow us on spotify on tumblr on twitter we have a patreon account we haven't set it up yet right or have we no (laughs) last night last night was me spent like reading the facts and stuff on how to set it up and just like having you know my eyes crossing and my brain leaking out my ears so i'll get to we'll get to it it's coming we have a coffee account now right yeah coffee coffee Yeah, I also haven't finished setting that one up, though, either. (laughs) We will have it soon. We will post about it. Uh, Send us messages. Thank you so much to the people that um, react uh, to what we're saying. It's it's amazing. It makes me so happy. And we just 
you, you couldn't you don't see it but we keep freaking out about it yeah it's quite funny really honestly because um it's like we're doing this and obviously we're having fun doing this like we we enjoy talking to each other we were doing this anyway like we were just like oh let's just record it um but it's just this like you know and initially it was to me it was like us like yelling out into the void and it's really really cool to um it's always cool to find people who have the same like interests as you anyway but like to to be able to you know maybe um you know get no, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Um, you know, get somebody interested in something new or like just like I, I can't believe how much time you guys are all dedicating to us. Like I know how much time we're spending doing it. Um, and it's just like I know, I, I'm I sometimes get really like emotional. frustrated. Yeah, and emotional because I'm like, wow, you guys are like spending a lot of time listening to us talk. And I, I you know, I, I, I don't know that I'm really saying anything that interesting, but I thank you so much. I always, I always want to apologize for, you know, yeah. <laughs> those that you have to listen to me <laughs> in between Zoe talking. I'm really sorry. I know it's hard. Oh my God. Don't be I, have like a, that. I have a, I have, I just have a function like Zoe talks to me. Although there will be a surprise, I will keep you posted about it. Right, Zoe? I'm like, <laughs> this is going to be another one of those things where you're going to have to tell me what you're talking about when we finish because I'm like, there's a surprise. Is it for me as well? Do I get surprised? I'm like, yeah. oh, I think I know what you're talking about. An upcoming surprise, a future surprise. But, um, yes. Yeah. So, yes, goodbye then. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>